0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show. We're developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. If you want to improve your communication so that you have more love and less conflicts, download my app today, Keep the Glow, KTG, wherever you get your apps. Also, be sure to follow me on social. You can find me at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. So today I'm going to talk about five steps to take if you are on the brink of divorce. Are you on the brink of divorce? Are you hanging on by a thread? Are you not sure if you're going to make it? You're not alone. So many people get into that space. So I'm going to talk about five steps you need to take if that's what you're starting to feel. The first thing to consider is have you told your partner how serious you are? It's amazing to me how many people get into this really negative space in marriage where they're starting to feel hopeless. They're starting to feel despair. They're starting to feel like they're not going to make it. And they have not told their partner how serious they are. If that's you, that's the first step. You have to tell your partner how serious you are about how you're feeling in the marriage. If you're feeling hopeless, tell them. If you're starting to wonder if you're going to make it, tell them. If you have serious issues that you have not communicated yet, you need to let them know because your partner is in the dark. Your partner is going to be blindsided. Your partner may have no idea how serious you are and how desperate you're feeling and how hopeless you're feeling. So that's the first step. You have to communicate with your partner, how serious you are about what you're feeling in the marriage. And we can start feeling hopeless for all sorts of reasons in our marriage. Mainly, it's because our top needs aren't being met, we start feeling neglected, we start feeling dismissed, we start feeling voiceless, and when those things pile up, we start feeling very hopeless. And when you feel hopeless, you start thinking about a way out. So if that's where you're at, don't leave your partner in the dark, don't assume they can read your mind, don't assume that they should know how you're feeling, they don't know. Tell them directly how serious you are, and hopefully, gets their attention if it doesn't we go to number two number two is highlight how it's in your partner's best interest to make some changes sometimes your partner may need to hear how it's going to benefit them to make some changes so instead of talking about just what you need also talk about how these changes that you need are going to also help them because often there's a vicious cycle going on in marriage where one partner's needs aren't being met. And because of that, it's very difficult to meet their partner's needs. It's a vicious cycle. So your partner may need to hear how if they make some changes, it's gonna make some changes in you that's gonna help them. It's gonna benefit them. This is not all about you. It's also about how the changes they can make are gonna help you make changes for them. So intentionally highlight how the changes you're seeking in the marriage is also going to benefit them. How's it going to satisfy their needs as well? How's it going to help them feel happier? How's it going to help them feel more fulfilled? How's it going to help them feel more satisfied in the marriage? Highlight their best interest because by doing so, that should also help spike their motivation to make some improvements. If that doesn't work, we're going to go to number three. And number three is reaching out to trusted family and friends. Sometimes people fall asleep in marriage and when they fall asleep, sometimes they tune out their partner. Has your partner tuned out you? Even though you've told them how serious this is, even though you've highlighted how these changes are going to also help them, are they still asleep? Do they still not recognize what they need to do? Are they still not paying attention? Are they dismissing your concerns? If so, Step three is you get trusted family and friends involved. Some people may call this an intervention, but this is where you start contacting people who are really close to your partner. And you tell those people how serious things are, how you're starting to feel hopeless, how you're on the brink of divorce. You start telling them that so that they can contact your partner and hopefully talk some sense into your partner. Because when you're the person who's fallen asleep, Sometimes you need to hear from people you trust in order to wake up. You need to maybe hear from them how serious this is. You need to hear from them how this is no joke. You need to hear from them how if you don't start making some changes, your marriage could be over. So maybe that's what your partner needs to hear. Maybe they need to hear from their brother. Maybe they need to hear from their dad. Maybe they need to hear from their best friend how you are on the brink of divorce unless they start making some changes. If that doesn't get their attention, go to number four. Number four is seeing a couples counselor or coach. This is recommended because often when there's vicious cycles, we need to unpack those cycles. And often we can't do it by ourselves because we get into conflict, we get into strife, we get into defensiveness. So seeking a couples therapist or coach can be really helpful to have a third-party, objective perspective to help guide you and your partner through these knots, through these tangles. They can help you work through your resentments. They can help you meet each other's needs more proactively. They can help you develop a better marriage. So if you're on the brink of divorce and these previous steps have not worked, you need to go to number four, again, which is seeking a couples therapist or coach. And I would give that at least three to six months. Think about how long you've had these problems. They've probably been there for years. The average couple waits four to seven years before they reach out for help. And by then, these problems are so entrenched that it's hard to make progress. And by then, often one partner is hanging on by a thread. So because it's taking so long for these problems to develop, it's going to take some time to untangle those knots, heal those resentments, and create some new skills. So give it time. Give couples therapy or coaching at least three to six months to work through those knots. That will allow you to see how maybe you're contributing. Maybe you're doing some things that are demotivating your partner to make some changes. There's almost always vicious cycles and a couples therapist or coach can help you and your partner untangle those knots and create some new normals so that both of your needs start getting met so that you can feel hope and start falling back in love. After three to six months of couples therapy or coaching, your partner still refuses to change. They're still asleep they're still dismissing your top needs and you're still feeling hopeless at that point it's time to go to number five number five is get a separation you need to get a separation at this point because you've tried everything else and nothing is working your partner still refuses to change they're still asleep they're still dismissing your top needs you still feel neglected you're still feeling hopeless if that happens get a separation because if you don't get a separation and you stay with your partner at that point you are enabling them you are communicating to them that they don't have to treat you well that they don't have to take care of your needs they don't have to be sensitive to what you're feeling they can ignore you and you're going to take it you do not want to send them that signal and if you stay with them at that point that is what you're communicating to them so you need to get a separation because that sends a signal that you are not allowed to treat me like this any longer when i recommend separation i use it as a tool a leverage to wake up your partner because they're being complacent they're mistreating you they're taking you for granted i talk to so many people that are afraid to get a separation and it's hard this is a hard step but it's a necessary one so if you've gone through these previous steps and you're thinking it's time for a separation you need to get ready for a separation That might mean you getting your own source of income. That might mean thinking through what that's gonna look like for your kids to share custody during the separation. You need to do whatever it takes to prepare. And when you get a separation, don't ask your partner to move out because you can't control that. You need to move out and find your own place to live in because that's all you can control. And again, this sends the signal that I'm not gonna tolerate any longer being mistreated or neglected because it's not right It's not fair. I've communicated this to you multiple times. You still haven't changed. Therefore, it's time to get the separation. In the separation, let your partner know what changes they need to make before you're comfortable moving back in. List it out for them. Make it clear. Make it specific. Then they know exactly what they need to be working on in order for you to give them a second chance. And don't give them a second chance right away. Because they may be pulling a rabbit out of their hat trying to impress you, trying to show you they're a changed person. Make sure that they're making those changes over time. You want to see sustainable change that they're making over a duration of time so that you have trust that these changes are going to stick. They're not just doing some quick changes to win you over because if you move back in too soon, they may go right back to how they used to be. And that's what you don't want to have happen. So when you move out, You're in control of the process because you're the one moving out. You make a list of the changes you need to see in your partner. Then you want to see those changes sustained over time so that you have confidence that those changes are going to stick before you move back in. So those are five steps to take if you are on the brink of divorce. Number one, tell your partner how serious you are. They can't read your mind. Number two, highlight how the changes you need to see are also in your partner's best interest. Number three, if they still don't change, reach out to trusted family and friends to contact your partner. Number four, if that still doesn't work, see a couple therapist or coach for three to six months. If that still doesn't work and your partner is still asleep, then get a separation to send the signal that I am not going to tolerate this behavior anymore. Thank you for listening to the Dr. White Show podcast. If you wanna receive my free seven day challenge on effective conflict resolution, check out the link in the description. This seven day challenge is gonna show you step by step how to start working through your conflicts so you can stop sweeping them under the rug. So be sure to click the link in the description to sign up for that free seven day challenge. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. If you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.